right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. This is the only show dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of investment banking. My name is Alex Mason, and I am your host. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm excited that you're here. And what we're doing is going through all of these little nitty-gritty technical components, these nuances now. We've covered a lot of the basics, pretty much all the basics when it comes to different subjects such as M&A, discounted cash flow, accounting. And now we're getting into some more advanced topics. And we're specifically focused now on some more advanced questions related to discounted cash flows. And so that brings us to today's question, which is this. Do you count convertible debt as debt when calculating levered beta? Do you count convertible debt as debt when calculating levered beta? Now, this is a really interesting question because I actually had to rack my brain to remember exactly what levered beta was because <laughs> we haven't talked about that in quite a while, but we did discuss it way back in episode 88 of the show. Now, here's the formula for levered beta. Levered beta is equal to unlevered beta times one plus one minus the tax rate multiplied by debt divided by equity. So I'll just go ahead and run that back one more time. Levered beta is equal to unlevered beta multiplied by one plus one minus the tax rate times debt divided by equity. So essentially, it's a function of whatever your unlevered beta is, whatever your tax rate is, and then whatever your capital structure looks like, either debt or equity, or both debt and equity. And just to break it down even further, in case you need a reminder of what beta is, beta measures a company's sensitivity relative to the market. And when we're talking specifically about levered beta, Levered beta measures that level of sensitivity accounting for the debt in the company's capital structure. So that's what levered beta is. So now let's go ahead and turn our attention to the question at hand. How do we consider convertible debt in this scenario? Do we count this as debt when calculating levered beta? The answer is that it does count but it counts in different ways depending on the situation. It's actually a bit of a tricky question because remember what convertible debt is. Convertible debt is, frankly, it's debt, but it can be changed into equity at a certain price. So it depends on whether or not the instrument is in the money or out of the money. So if the convertible debt is out of the money, it's still considered debt and it goes into the levered beta calculation. And remember what out of the money means. Let's say that there's the price of a stock that's $100 and you have convertible debt and it's convertible once the stock price hits 150. Well, you, you're not in the money yet. That conversion isn't actually applicable. You're not gonna make money doing it. So you're gonna keep holding that as debt. So that debt is going to be added to the debt part of the levered beta calculation. Now let's assume something happens on the other end. Let's say that the convertible debt is in the money. Let's say that the stock price is 100 and your convertible debt is convertible at $50. Well, now you're in the money because you're going to make money if you convert. So at that point, 
assume that that convertible debt instrument gets converted to equity. And what is that going to do? It's going to dilute the overall amount of equity in your capital structure. And so if that happens, you account for it in the equity portion of the levered beta calculation. So you see what's going on here. It's affecting the same equation in different ways, depending on the situation of being in of the money or out of the money. So both debt and equity are contained in our levered beta equation. It's just a question of whether or not it's in the money that shifts where it shows up in that formula, essentially the numerator versus the denominator. So remember, that last component of the levered beta equation is multiplying by the term debt divided by equity. So if you have more debt, your numerator is going to get bigger. Your levered beta, therefore, is going to get a little bit bigger. Or if the converted, converted um, instrument is in the money, then it dilutes your equity, which increases your equity component. So the denominator is now bigger, and that's going to lower your levered beta. So that's essentially what happens. It's a bit of a trick question, but an interesting one nonetheless. Um, but yeah, that's the answer. <laughs> that's what I got for you today. You know what it is here on Investment Banking Insights, just trying to live life to the fullest, just trying to get out there, wake up every day and make a little bit of progress in the goals that we have for life and just trying to be happy. So I hope you're doing amazing. And I'm about to go out and have an incredible day myself. <laughs> so I hope you do too. All right. This is Alex Mason signing out. Have a wonderful day.